Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS with me and the nerds here. I uh, hope you guys have been doing well, and we got a lot of exciting things to discuss. It's been a couple of weeks, but we got some exciting news for you guys, and can't wait to welcome everybody back. But before we get going, uh, let me toss this over to Hitch, our guy in production, and we'll get everybody back in. What's up, everybody? How's the last couple of weeks been? Admiral Tarkin on hey. Lassie, and I'm the one and the only, D.P. Brown. What's up, D.P. Brown? What up? I'm in the house. The magic. That is how we do it. The The, magic. The the band is back together again. We are. (laughs) And it feels good. It feels good to be back. We never left. We never left. (laughs) (laughs) So so, um, how's everybody doing? We're all doing well? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's good. That's good. So you know, a lot of exciting things going on in the Star Wars universe. We're getting um, casting news. Uh, you know, a lot of things are heating up with uh, Obi-Wan series, so exciting news about that. Um, theme parks are back to capacity, which means money's up, so um, that's always a good thing for us and what we love to cover because the more money Disney makes, the more they can put in their other avenues. So, right. definitely. More, more series. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. Um and then as we see, you know, a quick side note, you know, with the uh, short-lived success of Black Widow, we'll say, you know, it seems like um, that Disney Plus premiere uh, may be the way to go for a lot more Star Wars content in the future. So, you know, it's, I don't know, not to the theater's chagrin, but to mine, you know, I, I'm willing to pay $29, Disney, so keep it coming. <laughs> don't, don't give up. You see, you're rolling over. Yeah, you're not doing uh, good in the negotiation. You're negotiating with yourself. Nobody asked you to give in. That's right. simple. I'm, I'm giving in. The, uh, like I said, we discussed off camera. The only thing I'm missing is my cherry icy. <laughs> <laughs> not slushy, but icy. I'm an icy guy. So. There's some places that have the icy machines. You have to know. Oh. That's like that's one of those local knowledge things that you just have to pick oh. up over time. The Sunoco and Crafton, by the way. Sheets. Yeah. Sheets. 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 Yeah. 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 Four different flavors. Yeah. That's what you got. Yeah. Got to love the mix, right? I, yeah, I, I went to the show to see Black Widow, so I mean, it was a good experience. I mean, it was good getting back yeah. into the theaters. That was my first time back at the um the theaters in about a year, yeah, about it's a year a and a time. half. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The last thing I seen was like Harley Quinn in the in the show, and um, um, it was it was a good experience. You know, good seeing like the action on the on the big screen, and um. Yeah, I mean, just you know, sitting in little seats and stuff among other other folks. How, how <laughs> right. many seats apart were you? Like three or four? Or <laughs> well, we were definitely apart. So, like okay, so that's the way that I like to see a movie. I don't want to be near anybody ever, <laughs> and even before all this. I'm gonna be yeah, 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 yeah. With my date, you know, with my date. Mm-hmm. In yeah. the- interesting note to the theaters. Um, one of the early rumors are that they are possibly looking at a solo two. So that is in the that is yeah. in the rumor mill that they're looking to do a sequel to Solo, based on and like I said, it's really these um, like us fan channels um, building buzz up for things that weren't quite you know added when you get to the critics or people who review movies based on I don't even know what criteria, but uh, based on fandom, it looks like Solo Two is gathering some steam. Um, like I said, Disney properties is up, so there's a lot of ideas rolling. Off the off the charts. Yeah, I think that's the next movie we're going to be reviewing, like um, Solo, um, as far as yeah. the movie category and everything. So, yeah. real excited about you know to get into that too, just to yep. see that because I haven't seen that. Um, I haven't seen that in a while either. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's one I haven't seen in a while either. So I'd be interesting to watch that again. But uh, you know, as we, yeah, I just actually watched that uh, like well, I guess about a month ago. The opening scene is so iconic. Like uh, speeder chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one thing I remember from it. Yeah, just so, just really brought me back to like the original feel of the, of the movie. Just you know, just a down, gloves off street chase. You know, um, very, very, very quick, good opening five minutes of the movie. And from what I what I've seen, like, because I think they're showing it on TNT every once in a while. So if you're flipping channels, you you see it on, um, you know, you grab like a couple yeah. scenes. And I love like the cohesiveness of the Star Wars universe. I mean, everything just feels as if it's all in one. You know, from the animated stuff to like the movie stuff to like the TV show stuff, it all it all feels of the same world, which of course it is. 
But um, even though you have like, you know, different writers, actors and all that stuff, it's just it, you, you just see um, some great ancillary stuff from like, you know, the, the clone troopers, um, soaring troopers and, um, you know, just different bases and stuff, planets and everything stuff they allude to. It's a it's a it's a good it's a good little universe. Because yeah, I, I think I think you're absolutely right. I think. But the reason why is all the people that work on Star Wars are fans. Mm -hmm. If you any interview from the writer to the to the to the person that sweeps up afterwards costume des designers fitters all of those people gaffers they're all, yeah, fans, all, and all, they, know, all they know what it's supposed to feel like and they know what it's supposed to be so that's, they, that's weird about star wars no other franchise is quite like yeah that. yeah it's an interesting thing to see and they probably would do it for free if disney wasn't paying them <laughs> well, i would definitely sweep up i would i would definitely pick up uh, duct tape after a, a Star Wars shoot for free, for real. We're the type of people that cosplay at the supermarket. You know what I mean? It's not a thing to put on a suit and go down to Disney and shake people's hands, right? It's just I open whatever. the door shop and say, like that. <laughs> Walmart. I'm good too. It looks mm. real. If you're standing behind me, you think that 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 guy just opened the door with a force. <laughs> That's funny. Before we get into Kroger, can't forget Kroger for you guys in the Yovac as well. That's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to drop the Kroger brand, and then, and first of all, if you're gonna say it, you have to say it like you're from Wheeling, and that means it's not Kroger; it is Kroger's. So you have the S like Giant Eagles because we do Giant. That's right. That's right. It's the same thing. We throw an S on every store now. Walmart. One of the things about being from down there. Walmart. We don't put the Marts. Walmart. You go to Targets. You know Targets. I've heard that before for sure. Anyway. That's a dissembling, dissembling commentary on the yeah. uh, the accent yeah. of the Upper Ohio Valley, a place we hold dear to our hearts for reasons. Right. Uh, I I am excited to talk about Bad Batch. By the way, I feel like we've been leading yeah, up to this for oh, yeah, months, yeah. Yeah. for months and months and months yeah. and months. We've been talking about about you know Clone Wars and and these cartoons, and I've noticed that immediately the stuff that you know there's a lot of stuff I'm picking up on here in Bad Batch, and that I would pick up on in Solo that I missed. Like the references that missed me, like who the Pikes are, things like that from Solo, and I'm yeah. feeling like, like Bad Batch is very much also anchored in that, you know, in the Clone Wars cartoon to the point where this is effectively a sequel to the Clone Wars. Yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how how much of when you know before they started with this new sort of generation of content, the one thing I always wondered was what what the hell happened after Order sixty six, and it's so great to see them finally filling in some of those gaps and not just you know, the myopic character stuff, we're seeing the galactic history play out a little bit. Here. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And yeah. that is like, how did the Empire, you know, become the Empire? And what exactly did they do that was different from the Republic? These are very bare, you know, rubber meets the road questions that are being answered by this cartoon. Uh, man, there's some really cool stuff going on in the Star Wars universe. And if this is like, like if Bad Batch is like the junior thing they're doing, right? Because it's the animation. I mean, it really bodes well for you know, for what Disney's going to be able to produce. And you figure with Disney Plus, it's almost like, you know, they've sold all the tickets in advance. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when Alexander Hamilton said, we should fund our debt. You know what I mean? We should fund our debt with taxes for the future. Disney has effectively done that with all of their content now. So it's all funded, paid for. Yeah. They just got to actually produce the stuff and make it not suck. And they've been doing good at that. Yeah, And I think Disney took the junior out of cartoon. I mean, these are not... No. This is right. this is full on. Not, I don't mean adult in the adult material meaning. I mean these are these are legitimate movies stories that have been brought into fan uh, fan scope fan popularity, and it's, yeah. it's it's great stuff. And like like Hitch said, like what happened after Order sixty six? Well, it wasn't a total wash, right? The Empire didn't. You know, Palpatine didn't get everybody. He he missed he missed these five guys right five guys that just kind of flew under the radar they're all like what, what are these what are these clones that think what's going on here and you would think it would just go straight from um you know the clones to the, like the stormtroopers but we're not even there yet you know we're not we're, we're close. <laughs> not even close so they're slow they're slow walking a a, a story and showing you how 
um, uh, empire takes over after, you know, a, a, you know, Republic falls, you know, democracy falls and everything. And while the main characters are like the bad batch, we see like their, you know, their adventures and stuff. The to me, the real story is the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that really our, our heroes can't solve or take care of themselves and everything. We yeah. know the one is going to be Luke Skywalker. You know, we know how that that is going to go. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. this here, you know, the, the these guys, they are parts of uh, a cog in a machine, parts of a whole, you know, that eventually gets to that point of when the, um, you know, the empire falls. So it's good. It's good seeing um, um, that, you know, these bad batch of characters are elements of like the clones, but their their chips haven't been. Well, you know, we see later in episodes that, you know, they eventually get taken out. But um, but we we see how um, they differentiate themselves from like you know the other clone troopers that were um, um, subjected to Order sixty six. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting take as well as you guys are discussing. I mean, when we see these, you know, the the birth, I would say, you know, with Suicide Squad, and you know, we'll see if the Marvel does the Thunderbolts and. You know, your Deadpools, these kind of anti-hero type shows have just picked up so much steam that shows that you can have a cool movie that doesn't have to be a straightforward hero, but kind of like, you know, the bad guy that's not really bad, but they're not really good either. So I, I like the theme that they followed with a lot of these stories as far as there's no general clear cut, you know, good guy. There's no clear cut villain, but these kind of, you know, oh, you know, there's eight, a villain. Eight, yeah, but I mean these these kind of these A team type you know yeah. these setups is I, I really enjoy them. Yeah, they're like the heroes. They're the new. Right. Heroes. They've come yeah. out of the ashes and they're the new. They're fighting for like us. Yeah, for just Correct. the common. But they're also like, wow, you know this empire thing. What, what's that about? You know they're kind of curious yeah. about both sides because they obviously want to be on the side that wins because they're soldiers. You know, I mean, they, and I like one thing I liked about how their continuity is like all the old, uh, the older like World War II movies, Force 10 from Navarro and, uh, you know, The Longest Day and the way they found, you know, within the platoon, within the the, the, the army, there were these real tight, these, these guys, these soldiers that were just so tight together. They were mm -hmm. like, first, they were first like black ops, like they were the first, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, but they, Special I mean, forces, they, yeah. Yep, they're special forces. It's like clones, but they're special. It's the first yeah. time we're seeing this. They're specialists on each. Each one is like the best of the best of the best. But it, it, that's what I like. How about like the reaction of the um, the batch when Order sixty six? I, I love how they first immediately just dropped you in on the action. Um, yep. As yeah. soon as Order sixty six, even down to like the 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 the, the beginning credits when it started out with Clone Wars and then it's. Um, uh, petered away and all you saw was like the bad batch logo and everything so um and then we get to our one last narrator and he's done you know he was just what a great bridge to um you know to the to the to the batch because that was one thing you know i was screaming about okay do we really need this guy the whole time but um, Hitch made it like, okay, well, he's necessary to keep redefining the story just like the movies do, um, but in like, you know, voice form. But um, how about their reaction to when Order 66 happens and like their surprise and just their shock that their brothers, <clears throat> even though that they're like, you know, outliers, their brothers are basically just turning on like the Jedi and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, that one, the one youngling. Yeah. Like, well, like, no, 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 we're not trying to hurt you, kid. And the kid ran off. So they, you know, went, you know, it was a very uh, uh, poetic moment yeah. where military might kind of softens itself. And mm -hmm. there's like, there's people behind it. You know, there's a human being behind it. Um, it's great, great stuff. Crosshairs. Who's, I'm, lo I'm loving crosshairs. I'm what a great character! <laughs> what a great character! And what and what I love about this is that is the way they set it. They set us up to having like a baseline expectation for who the batch is, what they do, what they all do, how they interact with each other, all their relationships by having them be the first part of season seven. Yeah. And so yeah. we yeah. already know that there's a little bit of rivalry between, they, you know, they did that on purpose. They did right. That. So this is just good storytelling. So this is, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't be saying any of this to Disney that they don't already know. Right. <laughs> you know, so I'm just noticing this is good work, <laughs> but I love the idea that, 
that the empire has its 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 fingers in crosshair more and that what what they're able to do is amplify that effect and i like that there's an explanation for what it is about him that makes him more susceptible to um the indoctrinization mm-hmm. and i like the way he's you know he's being used by the empire to hunt them and you know to put it to put it in terms that are you know i don't i this is, was my first thought when i'm watching bad batch as compared to clone wars is they're not fighting robots anymore and it is it is very very different emotionally to to watch them put uh you know a bunch of holes in a robot that goes like oh i guess i blew up you know what i mean and then yeah. just goes, ah, and then explodes versus what they're doing with these when they're shooting like you know, people mm-hmm. and it's so like because crosshair is like a sniper so it's like shot dead shot dead like the people that get hit die yeah and and that means that this show always has these extremely high stakes and and the villain quote you know the, the antagonist of this portion of the series is effectively somebody who can hit a target with a blaster bolt that can kill it from a long right. long distance yeah uh, it, it's it's just really well constructed and, and the tone of this series is more grown up because the stakes are a lot higher. There's yeah. no other clone that like, you know, it's not like, Oh, something happened to that clone. Guess we got to get another clone. There's just none of that stuff. And it's better. And, and but, they built, they built that character strong. Like he's got no remorse. He's not thinking about the feelings of that target or the effect that he's, that target's gone. What about the family? Right. That's all gone. Uh, and snipers usually have to go through conditioning like mental conditioning yeah to get into it and to leave like when they're done these guys are like they're messed up they got a lot of problems this i mean he crosshair's got none of that he's just uh he's a machine but i'm i'm looking at like um him okay he started out with his 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 brothers at, at the end of the day um i'm looking for redemption in him somehow somewhere you know because I'm forgetting the um the new the new admiral's name um uh, Colonel what what is his name the 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 um the guy who is you know um, carrying out all the orders for Palpatine right now oh yeah um Tim kind of cheeky kind of a cheeky fellow uh, yeah he, he, he yeah he speaks in that like you know yeah. pompous type um um you know I, I know it all type tone english type tone <laughs> you know <laughs> um and, and and he um it was in one of the episodes he he, he was crosshairs that crossed him you know and and he didn't really um crosshairs he, he the the guy didn't really take the what crosshairs was doing and uh, was like almost like he didn't really need crosshairs but just carried out just go ahead and carry out your orders um it was sort of a conflict mm-hmm. between the two um that i'm looking for it to come back later and for crosshairs to find okay even though he still has his chip in his head um we see from uh, one of the other clones uh that there is still some element of redemption in some of these um clones you know they are all, all order it's order 66 did happen but there is still something in some of them that haven't overly changed you know, right. and I'm looking for that to, to happen with like crosshairs at some point. It just seems like he's just so disgruntled. He is just so angry. He is just so, I mean, I, I'm loving, I'm loving this guy. <laughs> That's part of the conditioning, right? So yeah. you're that angry and that driven and that talented. You're going to, you're going to carry out your job without any question. It's, it's when he leaves, when he needs to adjust back to, like regular regular life that he's going to have a lot of problems. But I don't think he's right. going to really. I don't think he's going to redeem himself or anything. Do you? I don't. I don't well, know. It's it's not so much of like a um a re, re It's a redemption to make to to put him into a point where he still he comes back to his brothers because his brothers love him, you know. Well, and, yeah. But they do see that he's like the enemy right now, you know, because every yeah. time they cross him and see him, I mean, there goes crosshairs, <laughs> you know, there, there, there he goes and everything. That's just uh, that's he's still part of the batch at the end of the day. So I'm looking for um, a storyline to, to to bring him back home. Right. 
I was really shocked to see, um, you know, through, you know, a few episodes in the, the references, you know, we see Cad Bane again. So, uh, you know, we, yes, you know, yeah. like, you know, well, I've seen that and it's just, it just, you know, it's like these tie-ins they do. It just makes you, it like just draws you back in. I mean, the, the storytelling and the writing of this is so, it's even hard to explain because it's when you think you've seen it all and you were going to be done with the character, they just drop something in there that kind of like draws you back in even more and just more intrigued. So, um, you know, I'm just excited for this series, and uh, I know there's only a few left, but you know, it's I definitely lived up to the billing. I've heard some people not really like it. Um, I don't know. You have your people that like the clones, or they don't like the clones. You know, so it maybe in some eyes too much, but for me, it's not enough. Really, I'm really enjoying this. The hardest. Um, I'm, I'm. Go ahead. The hardest thing about the clones, if you're not, if you don't watch a lot of episodes of the Clone Wars, is telling them apart, right. and that is that's one thing that I think. They, I don't have a problem with it at all anymore because mm-hmm. the clones that are still alive have all had enough time to develop personalities. So they all have very different looks. And of course, you know, the Bad Batch themselves all look very distinctive to the point where none of them look even close to similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even in their helmets, they look very, very, very different. Like, so they did a very good job with character design and they've been doing a better job differentiating, giving the clones more personality. The clone commanders that we see even under Empire Control all have way more personality than you know maybe they're even maybe they even would be due normally so they're all very three-dimensional and because of i think we spent so much time talking about clone wars and digesting clone wars we have a leg up because we understand how what you know we kind of understand what the er clone is right so if we see like um you know they're almost like ricks and mortys right we see the clone with the tattoo and the clone with you know with the different you know, a color on a helmet or whatever. We know what they're getting at and what makes them different. And really, the performance of the clones has always really struck me as something that's one of the really great, like, performances in the cartoons in the last 20 years because it's so varied and so great. And and Dee Bradley Baker just does a great job in this show oh, capturing, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. these four characters that are as different as, as Wrecker and Tech, you know what I mean? Yeah. That are as, as different as someone like hunter who seems to have like hunter's sense seems to extend into morality which is so interesting to think about because hunter has a clear idea of what's wrong about order 66 Mm -hmm. and crosshair because his you know his thing is all about getting the shot on target doesn't have that sense of the overall context of the operation which is why hunter is in charge all the time right Mm -hmm. Hunter, hunter understands how to see you know, the topping on the pizza, the piece of pizza, and the pizza all at the same time. Which isn't something I just made up on the spot. Yeah, he's like Hannibal without a flamboyant personality. Um, I was trying to think about Admiral Rampart. That's his name, Admiral mm. Rampart. He is such a great character. I love I'm, I'm love I'm love I love hate him. I, I really don't like this character. <laughs> but um, it, it's a great character that, that you know that he could he can bring that emotion out of you because yeah. he he is carrying out these orders as if it was just like a thing of glory. You know, um, it's, it's a scary thing that, you know, that, 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 you know, these orders that he takes and um, he, he's all about lying, playing the politics, you know, um, 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 in the one episode uh, where, um, you know, one of the, one of the, um, one of the um, you know, one of the characters got shot and everything. And he would just straight up lied about, you know, uh, what actually happened to him. Um, um, when it was the crosshairs that actually you know shot him and everything. I'm oh, when he it. shot when he shot the yeah. uh, the conscript trooper who was trying yeah. to have a backbone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a great idea. <laughs> Empire is <laughs> not about individual initiative. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not in their mo. <laughs> thing. That's not, that's not what they're going for. Rampart is straight up a uh, he's a soldier and he's ruthless. You know, he's yeah. ruthless and he's uh, um he's a straight up d. <laughs> Yeah, but there's so and there's so many interesting things about the policy they're implementing, right? This mm-hmm. blockchain policy is something we've encountered in other. Dis- and this isn't the first time we're hearing blockchain code or block code or you know the Bitcoin or whatever they're using as the uh, encryption for this stuff. We hear it in Mandalorian, and it's another way to tie those two shows together. I mean, you mm-hmm. have a lot of sort of back and forth with Mandalorian here to the point where I'm seeing characters in this show and thinking I can't wait to actually see them in in 
real life thinking it's yeah. definitely going to yeah. happen. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. When you hear information like, you know, season three and the next Mandalorian thing that's going to come out is the book of Boba Fett. And you find out that effectively there is an introduced character that is Boba Fett's identical twin sister. And you think for one second, it's like what? Oh that yeah, that, put, they, they, they dropped that bomb. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> like you think for one second they're gonna do that, and this character is not somewhere already in the canon or gonna mm -hmm. show up in this yeah. season three. I, I mean, it's there's there's so many different ways that they're creating this this interwove, you know, connectivity, this interwoven fabric of the Star Wars universe, and it's something that is maybe more than I ever thought they'd do you know, with these movies when they, when they obtain the franchise, I mean, seeing it like this laid out how, you know, you can really see a trajectory. You can see how the, the world that we started in 77, you can see how that was created. I mean, these mm -hmm. blockchain codes, nobody can go anywhere without the approval of the government. And that's why there's smugglers everywhere. Right. And that's why there's a yeah. billion smugglers and everybody has secret compartments in their ships. And it's the old West It's because of this tightened Imperial control that has made mm -hmm. it very lucrative to bring people and cargo in and out of places secretly. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole, like if that's the whole basic, you know, world that we're dropped into the very beginning of that very first introduction to this universe. And, and what does Leia say to Tarkin to me, the tighter <laughs> your grip, the tighter your grip, the more systems will slip through your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And what does he do? He blows up her home planet. He's <laughs> like, okay, fine. You're gonna taunt me. Here's here you go. Like you know, saying that. It's interesting to think about in real time. You know, the amount of time between Order sixty six and the in you know the destruction of Alderaan is about twenty years, which is about the amount of time between. And this is just hand. This will stamp it for us. And the amount of time between now and September eleventh, like that's well, the same amount of time. Yeah. And so but when you think about that historical epoch, you know, you can really get your hands around it now. I, I feel like I couldn't have done this when I was in high school because I didn't understand mm -hmm. how much what that felt like. But now that I do, like you can feel this epoch and you can kind of, you know, sense how far stuff can move in that yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's and it's it's really interesting because, you know, Star Wars had, you know, distinct eras before but they were very much like plateaus, you know, and there was nothing in between. And now we get more of like the curve, like what is, what's going on in between, you know, yeah. it's, it's more depth. It's more world building. And they're going to answer the question of what happened to the clones. And, and they're going to answer the question of why clone troopers or like why stormtroopers can't shoot. <laughs> they're going to answer all this stuff. Yeah. 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 Hopefully never answer that question. That's so like like coming into like you know what when watching star wars and watching like um just different elements of it um i'm i'm sitting up here like okay this this gives you appreciation of like the the um the background and the world building around it um every it's like when you're you're dropped into like a a, a new hope everything has happened you know um there's a lot of things that happened before then and while but the story itself just strips it down to okay this is about uh, a boy and his toy and he you know he ends up just going um um into like the you know into the galaxy and, and getting mixed up into this war that's already been um lost you know if, yeah. or if one if you look at on, on the other side um but you know all this what we're watching now is filling out all that background um, and giving it so much context in, in, in the world building that it just makes you it just makes you appreciate like, you know, how um, <laughs> empires rise and fall. <laughs> and, oh, I mean, it's so great to see the, the these are the questions that everybody's had for years. And if today in the Star Wars universe is Order 66, this is the adjacent content. This is the closest you can get to the event that defines the Star Wars, like what's special about the era of Star Wars that, that we experienced first, which is there's no Jedi. That's what's different yeah. about the universe. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's really cool, man. All, all these like the little things about it, the setup, the, like the world is really great. They've taken the right things from the Clone Wars. They've taken the right, like picked up the right strands and they've basically made it so that I don't think there's a way 
for them to get away with not putting Cad Bane in one of the next couple live action series. Oh yeah, he's he's coming. I mean, just, oh, just oh, expect that. You know, you know, I, I love I love the way they kept the animation style. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. they kept season seven animation and um just brought it into this, which was really a great smooth transition for me. They kept the tone with the music and everything. Um, and it and it just it, it brings this ominous tone. Uh, if if the only thing you have to complain about is Omega in this series, if you have to complain about that, because she's pretty slick, you know, or you know, like, a young I like, clone. I like yeah, that character. Yeah, yeah, but they 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 could have easily played her as like, okay, well, she's the avatar for um, you know, for for kids actually getting into this, you know, um, it could have played her off, okay, the annoying like Orko. Or uh, um, <laughs> yeah, just to just to give us a bridge into like okay, well, um, um, pull you into okay, this this is this is how this character is seeing everything, but they gave her um a, a arc or just you know some character bits to where she can handle her own. You know, she's okay. smart. You know, she she when she got into that you know spider hole. Um, there were monster hole and everything, and just handled herself and everything. That was a really good, you know, good um, decision on her part. You know, she 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 saved the rest of the batch. Yeah, I mean, like you're saying, Omega, if Omega's a negative though in the show, I, I feel like this, you know, the show was a hit because you look at, you know, Hitch's favorite negative, Mister Jar Jar, and <laughs> you know they could they could have taken this could have went left real fast. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was when I when I first saw the character, I was like, here we go again. It's just going to be one of those. But um, it I, it seems like to me they're learning from their mistakes. You know, with Jar Jar, we always said that it's you know. And Hitch's idea, two hours too late, but to me, you know, it's just like <laughs> 10 minutes too late. Like, there's certain things I just feel like they don't need to force him. With this, I, it seems like they're learning, you know, their stories and not too much Omega. You know, it's just like that perfect, that fine-tuned, you know, just amount, that pinch that you, the pinch of salt that you just need, you know, to top it off. So, mm -hmm. and I can really appreciate, you know, them actually looking, uh, I'm guessing they're reviewing, you know, maybe not from us, but commentary um, on, you know, things that the fandom didn't like and, and they're applying it to these series to make it, you know, a lot more gri gripping because I know some of the things we talked about, even with the Clone Wars, there isn't too much that I can say I was like, it's filler. I mean... A lot of this was, you know, stuff that kept me pretty much, you know, interacted and, and glued to the at each episode. So it seems like the content's getting better, even though the run times are longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be each episode could be three hours, as far as I concerned. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can watch more. So when it ends, like you know, at like that twenty nine mark or whatever, I'm like, man, you know, um, I, I need more, you know. So it's on to like the next episode. It's 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 a shame that this has to be like a every week thing. But I mean, it is what it is, and it's it's great that everyone gets to experience this all at one time if you're watching, you know, from week to week. So um, no one's ahead of the game, and no one sees what's coming. It was great to see Fanic Strand again. You know, that was mm -hmm. that was a cool thing, voiced by um the the actor. From the uh, Mandalorians, that that was awesome. Yeah. On screen, <laughs> on screen right now, there is a character that we know is going to be in that in that series. Interact like these are memories that character has, right? Mm -hmm. So the, yeah. these are events that are mm -hmm. whether they are only to color her reaction to things that happen. They mm -hmm. are things that are impacting that story right now, and that synergy is what makes all of this run because why does it here's here's why omega is different than jar jar binks you ready for this <laughs> i can explain to you what omega why omega is with them i can explain to you what why they didn't kill her right like why they saved her because they're they wanted to save that kid right right so they want to save this kid i can explain to you why the bounty hunters are after her and i can explain why the bounty hunters didn't just kill her right all those plot points make sense and then when you give a character like that a specific skill that isn't some sort of Mary Sueism, right? I was about to say that, right? She's right. good at strategic, like strategic thinking, and so mm -hmm. she's like a chess master, which which we can understand because there's precocious chess players all you know here in our species now without genetic enhancement. So, <laughs> like they beat, they'll beat you, they'll beat your ass. <laughs> they're, they're like the most ruthless ones because they don't even know, like you know, they don't know to be scared. Uh, so that's what's great about that character and the fact that the thing that's special, the deviance is, you know, there's some gender fluidity to Django Fett, which is something that I think is, is actually good to see. It's good to see a character that's a female being treated 
no different because of their gender. It's not even something that really comes up except to say this is a, a like expression of her genetic deviance, right? That's kind of what what it is. So it's 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 good. I, I was surprised to um well not so so much surprised. I was glad they ended the, the batch characters ended up letting her hang, you know, with them because I mean it's it's a tropey storyline to okay, you know, the kid is like I want to do, you know, I want to be with you guys. You guys, you know, um, I love what you guys are doing. I can, I can do what you do. Um, but you know, I'm not grown yet. You know, they're like, okay, well, you just kid, you can't, you know, be with us, but they eventually just let her be a part, you know, um, even though what they're doing is what they're doing. The adventures they're going on are, are strictly, you should not have a child doing that, but what else can they do? <laughs> Not be bringing a child to your scrap heap <laughs> where there's live engines and like gun rounds, like the unexploded tank rounds everywhere, right? But they they've done so much work to make this character to to have us buy into. Okay, she's good. She 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 provides an element to the batch um, that that they can actually use and actually need because she's just she's smart without actually being a Mary Sue type. Um, yeah. You know, like Hitch was saying, and level headed, so she. Yeah. She can bring them back when they start getting a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She brings them back, and I think they all want to protect her too. Yeah, so the yeah. best way to protect a child is keep them with you. Keep mm -hmm. with you. Keep I got a baby Bjorn. I know. You know, you know when you start when you start going out in public and you go to like malls and you go out to dinner, you're gonna crossing a parking lot. You're gonna be like a hawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but I think I think what's really cool about Omega is they mentioned that the, the reason Crosshair is always one step ahead of them is because Crosshair helped make all their all their strategies. He was involved with all the planning. It's like if if I transferred schools to the you know to Wheeling Catholic Central and played against my old high school, I'd know the entire offense, right? I'd know exactly where the play is going to go and I know all the keys. So what's important is that Omega is is is. is her strategies are what is going to be able to beat Crosshair because he doesn't know them. Right. And so her ability to know, you know, when to and when to insert a variation on the theme, right? That's going to be very important for them because, as we saw in the Salvage Yard, if they don't have, you know, if they don't have that extra twist on what they're going to do, Crosshair will just know and be ready and waiting for them every single time. Right. So the big question is when, and this is going to happen, Crosshairs, you know, um, sees them again, like one on one. What is is Crosshairs going to take that shot? Is he going to is he going to make that decision, you know, to take them out? You know, um, that's that's going to be um, something that he's going to, um, you know, have to contend with with that chip. And um, like I said, I think they foreshadowed already with the one clone trooper that um, finally decided to to not have anything to do with like the, you know, the new empire's ways and stuff. Yeah. I think the a quick tie back into that was how about the interesting point about, um, you know, the fact. Uh Oh, we lost him. <laughs> wow. Wait, he was about to expose something. <laughs> exactly. Right. Oh man. Somebody just, Disney just had like, to hey. cut him off. <laughs> Woo. So we know his information is legit. Right, <laughs> Our Mickey Mouse overlords. Look at that. Look at that. They're about to cut me out. Mickey Mouse overlords who had to cut you off. You was about to reveal um, something just. I think it was Donald. It was Donald. Uh, the mouse. Yeah. The, the mouse got me. But uh, no, as I was saying, um, the interesting thing was we learned from tech about Omega being, an, you know, based like the lost unmodified version of Django. And basically that she is the only fresh source that can basically create a new clone army. So essentially she is gold to yeah. the Empire or anybody wants. You know, that's she's literally like the the key to the next, you know, clone army, whether it be and maybe we'll find out. Maybe that's why they go to the Stormtroopers. We gotta wait, we gotta wait what, ten years, because she's like nine, right? Right. Yeah. So but if they start telling other stories, we might see her at um you know? 27 because yeah. i think that's where the mandalorian is right yeah, yeah she's 27 or we could see her in media focused around the sequel trilogy where she would be approximately 60 ish 70 -ish, uh. something like that so she'd be you know 
well, look, 10 years older than Leia, I guess, you know, yeah. so uh, that's stuff that's, it's interesting because the way they're producing all this stuff, you know, it's almost like because they're doing it at different times, like we all sort of get what plot armor is, right? Like we know that we're a sophisticated yeah. audience. And so it doesn't matter if, if I see Cad Bane in the Mandalorian, I'm not going to be stressed about what happens to Cad Bane here in Bad Batch. It doesn't, it's not going to change the story for me because right. I know killing a character like Cad Bane would be stupid. And Disney wouldn't do that because <laughs> that is a good character. I mean, I, I I have more respect for Cad Bane now than I did when he kidnapped the kid. And they, you know what I mean? Like these things happened in that story. So mm -hmm. between that and uh, if you want to kill him, kill him like a man. I'm a Cad Bane fan. Yeah. Hey, Cad Bane's awesome. You know, he got a dope name and, you know, nice look and all that. And, you know, he um he's 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 a. um. He's a, he's a really good character. Yeah. Interesting accent. Got the respirator. Yeah. The mm -hmm. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of yeah. yeah, a lot of cool stuff about that. That the, the artwork, you know. Yeah. How, how so? How would they transition that to a live action? I mean, it, it's, it, it, it's incredible. I'm sure. Yeah. Where is Ram Admiral Rampart in the future? I'm I'm interested to see how they like what what happens to him. So. You know, we we of course we don't see him in. He's a new character. So we don't really see him in um you know any of the future stories and stuff. I'm just wondering what, what Darth what, Vader takes him out. <laughs> he, he's probably the force chokes him to death as well. Just gets on Vader's outside. All his stuff's a success, and Vader's just like, well, that can't. I can't let that happen. He just has to deal deal with it. He's he's the first. He's the first of many um, uh, imperial promotions. Okay, this guy's gone. Rampart's gone. Who's the next guy? Who's the next guy? So, so we're 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 basically seeing a lot of more of the down to earth, um, even further. What uh, what they was really trying to do in like season seven of Clone Wars, seeing how things are happening yeah. on the ground with, with um, like you know how the the war has affected everyone. You know, the end of the war and stuff. So we haven't even seen Palpatine. You know, or if we will ever even see him. You know, um, in in this in this um, right. series or even season, we haven't seen Darth Vader. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> you know, um, it's it's a lot of questions that that could be asked, and it would be. It, it, I, I can't wait to 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 see what answers that they bring. They don't necessarily have to focus on them, you know. But it would be interesting to see what 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 Darth Vader is doing right now. You right. know, I just want. I want him to. I want Crosshair to be his dude for a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they go around hunting, hunting Jedi. Could be a job for him. Yeah. With their orange with their orange uh, vests on. They're out in the woods, you know, shooting Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone over there. Well, we'll have to track him. The we'll He is wounded. We'll have to walk. I tell you one thing, though. I mean. Once this series, once this season ends, I'm gonna be more excited to watch um, Rebels. You know, um, that's a nice, like... that's a good long haul, man. But it's really, it's it takes a different sidestep, but it's mm -hmm. the way they, the way you see this this build is, you know, and, and that's where really the Rebels is really what kind of opens up the Filoni verse, if you will, because it just it it introduces these characters and it really throws you for intrigue because you know the Tarkins and the people of these world. Um, you really get to see different aspects of them and, you know, it leaves a lot more questions. So I think when we get into rebels, I mean, you guys, I, I mean, that's my favorite series. So I really like rebels. I wasn't sold on, um, and you'll see Ezra's lightsaber and some of the things they did with, you know, a couple character weapons, but, um, you know, I, I thought this, the episodes, I will say, and I'll warn you guys, this there is, there is pretty much, I think two or three at a season. There are some filler in there. And that's where I think you got, it got some of the negative publicity is some of the episodes have run a little too long. And then there are some episodes that you're just like sitting there like, why would you even do this? But I mean, that, but that's, through. that's, that's what happened with Clone Wars. I mean, it wasn't perfect. Right. You know, it was a few episodes right. in there. Okay. Uh, um, that you could have skipped and stuff, but I mean, I chugged through them and you know, you have to get through the, 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 the mediocre stuff to get to the great stuff. And in order to, to see the whole context of everything. So yeah. to me, skipping, if you're a real horrorcore fan, just to, to skip, I mean, it, you, you can, but why? Yeah, you, you know, skip. yeah, yeah, you yeah, watch it. yeah, just just watch it. <laughs> you know, it's only like a half an hour at the end of the day. You know, it's not like you got to watch like, you know, whole movies and stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean, um, we'll we'll get into uh, we're, we're going to get into like, you know, hope. 
uh, hope solo <laughs> <laughs> solo here. Well, I don't want where I get hope from, but uh, we're going to get into the, the the solo movie, and then um, we'll see where we go after that. Rebels, or and then we're um, uh, Rogue One. Um, we're looking forward to to, to reviewing the stuff, yeah. and then getting into the meat and potatoes of what everybody's been waiting for. You know, the original trilogy. There, <laughs> yeah. that would be a great transition to like build on. I like that solo, Rebels, and then Rogue One. And mm -hmm. surprise everyone and do oh, we're gonna do a new hope right now live. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Uh, yeah, this is what you've been waiting for, you know. Um, but yeah. So, uh, anybody got anything else they want to to say about these batch of episodes so far? No, I mean, like I said, I think everybody basically summed it up pretty well. I mean, it's it's definitely good. Uh, it's it's cut well. And um, based on what I'm looking at, this is not too. It's only what 14 total episodes, I think. So, I think um, it's 16. 16. 16. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, 16. So we got so a few I mean, more weeks left. Yeah, so it's it's definitely something to keep you to keep you going. And I mean, the voices they even use these characters. It's just like I said, the production just keeps stepping up for me. It's just better and better and better. And I, I'm just enjoying every week of it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, um. I'm glad I was able to um to to hold off and then watch a lot of these episodes in a row, um because to to wait week to week is a uh, is a is a chore, but um it gives you a chance to watch other things too you know, <laughs> um and get into get into other stuff. But I'm I'm loving the Star Wars universe now. I'm a fan. Oh, you're officially a fan now. <laughs> I'm officially oh. a fan. <laughs> you, you brought me in. You got you got me. I have Mandalorian best car if anybody needs it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually heavy as hell, too, so it's really nice. Where did yeah. you get that? Uh, my oldest son got it for me for Father's Day. I think he got it from, shameless plug, um, what was it? Saber Forge, so who built the lightsabers. Saber Forge sells uh, best car, so it's really cool. Came heavy. It's like heavy as hell, so it's kind of like it, a paperweight. But Does it have an I Imperial like insignia on it? It does. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Um, I'm packing all my stuff, you know, because we just moved to our new house. So as we know, there's some changes. We have some, um, you know, some younglings that um, have joined the council as well. So we've got a lot of changes going on. I'm unpacking my stuff. I know you'll love this, Ken. My Boba Fett Ooh. koozie. This was when <laughs> Galaxy, this is when um, Galaxy's Edge opened. This is one of the, the, um, koozies they gave out so this is you, can, you can't get it anymore you had to buy it you had to get it at galaxy's edge when they first opened so you can find it on wow. ebay but they're like 80 bucks wow so, okay yeah. that's pretty sweet yeah wow. i definitely love it but yeah it's a disney parks koozie all kind of lightsabers and things but yeah guys hopefully we we can get into some of that i know hitch uh ken you know they got a lot of toys a lot of fun things hopefully we can start doing some unboxings you know I was in the store the other day, you know, and looking at some of these Hasbro just exploding, exploding with stuff, you know. Oh, they're ready to um, sell it. So, you know, people are ready uh, to buy it. One final point here before we get off, and it's something we all mentioned off air since we're talking about Boba Fett. Uh, you know, with everybody's, and I know we, me and Hitch and DP talked about it. I still, I mean, I, like I said, I understand, but... Um, they're still up in the air about this, about the removing the slave one. I mean, people, there's been a lot of fans that reacted angrily um, mm -hmm. to this, and it's not officially removed. I mean, it's probably going to be, but it's one of them things, man. It's just, uh, you know, how, what are you guys' thoughts? And we can even throw that to all the listeners as well, because uh, it said it happened kind of abruptly. I woke up one time, one day, and told you guys I've seen it, and I was like, what is this? And it, they submitted a name change request for. Um, Slave one to be just known as uh, Boba Fett's Star Starship. 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 So, yeah. Well, he. I think it was called Slave One because it was his. It was his slave. I mean, it basically worked for him. You know, it right. was his. It was his vehicle, and that was the first one he had. I don't know that there was. I mean, we're putting a very like our reality right. idea of what slave meant. Like right. Anthony was a slave. Yeah, yeah, the slave, and and now I'm not. I'm just saying. This is just my. I'm just thinking about this. Slaves in the Star Wars universe were basically workers. They were working, maybe working off a debt, 
um, you know, maybe they were working for, uh, the, you know, the, the Skywalkers were working for Watto because he was giving them a life, you know, in exchange for working for him, Anakin fixing his crap in his junkyard, he gave him, him and his mother a life, a place to live, clothes, food. So, yes, they were slaves, but they were compensated. And it was a common thing. It was just like that's what happened. Oh, I, I think the issue is the like, why would you? Um, what is the purpose of naming a ship something? Mm -hmm. You know, of the sort and stuff. Um, right. I don't. I. I mean, I. I. I, I I'm. E I'm either way with it. Um, like I said, you guys are more hardcore with like you know the um, the lore and all that stuff to to probably care a little bit more. But to me, if you're going to change something um, that major in a story then you will have to do it in context you know right. um instead of mentioning it out on social media where things could get instantly reacted to and then right. you got all this 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 put it in the story somewhere right yeah, in, so it write it in the story so it makes more sense and you got you you you, you got people you got your fans um you know buying into it and everything right. don't mention it on social media and because yeah. you're going to get this type of backlash you know so, that's what, that's what it is but it does increase the value of my vintage boxes and toys and everything. It was there. I mean, go kids thinking about that money. Yeah, so why? Why is Boba Fett's? I think Boba Fett's ship is named Slave One because it's a the word slave in this context means um, to follow or to assign your controls to follow another ship. And so, and that's something that you would see. I mean, you'll see it in other sci-fi where they'll use that term or, you know, if you're playing an FPS or like one of those um, yeah. real-time RTS, one of those real-time yeah. strategies, you can click follow. That's what that means. Right. And what's happened it, is it, that it, context it, has been hijacked by our language because yeah. we have all this shit that, that we is all to it, that we associated with that word that's that's real and it's because it's part of our, our like world and our society. But one... Star Wars isn't an Earth thing. And so huh. if... It's not real. Right. If the name Slave 1 begins to make people think of something it shouldn't, then it should be changed because it's really a translation error, right? Like right. if... It's like how, you know, if... Let's say there was a guy who de who designed Starships and his name was like, like Bobby Wang, right? And we had like Wang 1, right? And they were like, wow, we really want to change that name because the word Wang makes you think of something besides this guy's name. It's very much the same thing, in my opinion. And I think that to get angry about something like that when, you know, it really has no bearing whatsoever on this. I mean, what they call right. this guy's ship, you have to know about, like, you have to be the type of person that, that listens to the DVD commentary to know that. Yeah. I, I just... I, I don't it, see it as a big deal. I 100% agree with you. I, I would I would have never known if, you know, it wasn't pointed out, you know. So it's like, where did they even get to this point to where they felt that they even had to, to make a name change? You know, yeah, was yeah. it absolutely necessary? I, are you just instantly reacting, you know, to quote unquote cancel culture or whatever? You know, um, it's it's not that big a deal. I, I get always get sketchy because I'm a writer, you know, when you start trying to change like, you know, fiction. You know, when right. people create things and create words and stuff, um, they create things based on oh, experience and yeah. for reasons and stuff. So um, if you can always if you can have meaning behind those reasons, that's that's fine. But when a, a corporation starts, you know, trying to, to chop stuff up um, in reaction to maybe like a, a, a and, and the thing with nowadays, you got you got um, social media voices that are more that are louder than like, you know, a lot of the mainstream fans or whatever, you know, making, you know, you got squeaky wheels making all this noise where it's really not that big of a deal until you actually, you know, um, um, until someone makes it a big deal, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and think about that also, and Hitch, you were in, in, in the beginning, I mean, you kind of alluded to it uh, in the computer world. Slave is just like there was slave drives. If you built PCs, so you build a hard drive that was a slave to the upper hard drive, the main mm -hmm. hard drive. It was important. It was a part of the system. It wouldn't necessarily think on its own because it was controlled by something else, but it had a purpose. Yeah. So slave one uh, is the tracker. So it tracks his prey. 
you know, Boba Fett was a bounty hunter, Django was a bounty hunter, and I believe Django's ship was called Slave One also, I think. Not 100% sure, but so this goes, this is part of the story too. And it right. doesn't have a negative connotation. It's just, it's just what it was called. And it was a, and, 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 you, and you can't wipe out what has already been written before. So you just can't, right. I, even though you, if you wanted George Lucas, like the first, you know, three stuff, like how he did and anger the fans like that, that's one thing. But you, you can't, you can't just um, rewrite stuff from like the past. It's already been written, you know? Right. But they could just, I mean, the very first episode, of the book of Boba Fett could start out with Boba Fett saying fine, looking at the camera and throwing a thermal detonator into slave into slave one, right? His ship having it explode and being like, this is my new ship. You know, I'm going to name it, you know, Boba that's, Fett's new ship. Let's do the show. <laughs> I think, I think that's where all this came out when they're like, you know, cutting things and editing things. I think that they just really saw that the reaction that, the potential reaction could have been, and it's one of those risk averse things. They were just like, you know what, before we even think about it, let's just, but as you guys said, if they would have wrote it out or, you know, blew it up, I mean, they blew up the razor crest, you know, it's, this they is, blew it up. Yep. You know, it's blow it up then. And let's just start. I would have rather than blow it up rather than rename it. Yeah. That's the big, that's my gripe. Just get rid of it. If they blew it up, yeah. I'm fine. So, um, is it like, if it, is it that they don't want Boba Fett to be a villain anymore? Is that is that part of it? Is it just? I mean, I I, I think they're going to make him the antihero, like a like a Deadpool type mm -hmm. character. I think that's what he's going to be, and they he's don't want to have that, that need to be hurt, right? Right, and he's not going to have that negative connotation that you know they don't want that negative connotation, a slave, and then so I get what you know we were talking about that off camera. What DP was saying, it makes sense, but the biggest, the best thing they could have did is just take either write just, the ship just out write of it the into show the story, yeah. or blow it up, yeah. Right. Somehow, if you're going to do that right into the story and, you know, keep it moving, you make know, it make right. sense, make it make, sense. make it make it make sense. I mean, because there's a lot of people that's been invested into this history that don't like, you know, sudden changes is as small and little as that. that don't like those type of, you know, um, quote unquote, political changes yeah. and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so let's not I, forget I, that, you know, Star Wars has been criticized for for a lack of representation in the past. I mean, the, the long, the joke for the longest time was that there was only one black person in the galaxy far, far away. And it was Lando Calrissian. Right. And that was yeah. a legit thing. Carl Sagan said that on the Johnny Carson show in like 1980 something. Yeah. So it's something that's been, it's not something that isn't a part of star Wars history, because if you're trying to tell, you know, a multi, a multi species trillion planet, you know, galactic story, the idea that, all of the powerful people would be white people is sort of insane. And, and, you know, this is not, I don't even know that this is a similar thing, except that it's saying, look, we are wanting to clarify what the meaning of this is because we don't want people to get the wrong idea, right? That right. we're glorifying slavery because you could imagine if, you know, every week on this show, they're running back, get back to the slave, <laughs> you know what I mean? Get back to slave one. Like, it's just like from a dialogue perspective, do you really want, you know, if you're even an actor, like if I'm an actor on that show, do I want to have to yell that every week? You know what I'm saying? Like right. even if I'm just me, Scott Hitchens, you know what I mean? The actor, do I want to really participate in that project as much if they're not interested in, you know, if they're going to put me in a position where I'm going to get, you know, a super cut of me saying that and it's going to get played everywhere. Maybe I don't even want to do the work. So to me, this is like, the sort of thing that people make an issue when there's not other issues to, to make us yeah. think about. And it's exactly. almost like, why aren't you more yeah. interested? Why aren't you more invested in the story? Like why, why aren't you more invested? Yeah. Why, why are you getting in a name or whatever? When, uh, if you don't look at the whole, I mean, it's like, you know, um, 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 headlines and stuff. You look at a headline, don't read the article, but just, right. you know, look at a head time, a headline and make your assumptions about like an article or whatever they were talking about based on like the headline, you know, that you read on um, clickbait. Is what they call it, yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah, like I said, I'm I'm either way with it. It's it's whatever they want. Just make a good story and keep it moving. Yep, I'm the same as well. But yeah, guys, once again, that was a great point. But uh, it, I thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, glad to, we're all glad to be back. Thoroughly <laughs> glad to be back. Um, and uh, before we get off of here, um, first off, some of you guys are new listeners, right? So we dove in. We, we got to do some house cleaning before we get off of here. So before we get off, first off, uh, DP has an exciting announcement for everybody in the Pittsburgh region. 
And secondly, he um, needs to let you guys know where to find us because I'm sure we have some new followers and listeners. So, DP, let everybody know where to find us at. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people. Make sure that you are going to that website and clicking on all our links to follow us on social media at Nerdcyclopedia on Instagram, Facebook, and also on Twitter. Uh, make sure that if you're watching us on YouTube right now, live, you're hitting that subscribe button and also hitting that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. We are currently on Facebook Live and also on Carbon Out Bounty BS group on Facebook Live as well. You know, so make sure that you're catching us um, here. We're going to try to make this a every Tuesday thing, you know, keep it a, um, you know, a, a scheduled thing. Um that we could come to you with this content and everything. Um, also, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you listen to our your, your podcast, we are there. Oh, buy my comic too, Theme of Thieves. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Theme of Thieves, people. Make sure that you are checking me out. I'm a good comic book writer. At least I think so. Nah, definitely, definitely. And once again, guys, until next week, this is the way. This is, this is the way. This is the way. <laughs>